When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Hey, Pro Football Play listeners, welcome into the show. My name is Bill Alpstead. You're sitting down with Keith Myers as well, co-host. We're talking uh, team roster evaluations, uh, full series, the entire NFL, all 32 teams. And uh, we are on our second show. That means Baltimore and Buffalo is up. Welcome in, Keith. Yeah, we're on to the Bs. And not that doesn't mean the Steelers and the ugliest uniforms in the NFL uh, when they put those striped ones on once a year no we're on to it's, it's baltimore and buffalo this time nice all right <laughs> why don't we just dive in so why don't you give me your overall impressions on baltimore's offseason so it's been um it hasn't been you know this a huge um a huge offseason of change for baltimore but it kind of didn't need to be they needed to get healthy um, they did need some additional yeah. help uh, at wide receiver and running back. And it's questionable on whether they got as much of that as they needed. Um, but really what this is a team that needed to get healthy. The talent is there for them to be good on both sides of the ball. Um, but they were just missing so many people last year. I thought, you know, there's about five key pieces. I think the team added this offseason that I think is going to make a difference for them, A. And B, you mentioned the health. Um, mm-hmm. They added safety Marcus Williams. I thought it was a great signing. And then defensive tackle Michael Pierce, I think, is underrated as far as just a run-stuffer guy. And then in the draft, I thought they got great value with Kyle Hamilton sitting there later, oh, yeah. um, which I expected him to go you know, top five early on in the process when we're evaluating the draft. And, um, you know, it's just a position group that's undervalued a little bit in the NFL. And so he kind of dropped out of there. Although I, he's got, 
probably as good of an argument as any as being the the number one prospect in the draft, the number one athlete, the guy that can kind of affect games more than anybody. I mean, you can just pretty much line him up all over the defense. And he's he's very skilled. And then Tyler Lindebaum, arguably uh, the consensus um, best center in the draft. And then David Ajabo, who got the Achilles uh, injury mm-hmm. in his pro day, which completely dropped him out of the top 10, top 20 conversation. And so he was a great value there in the second round. So I thought overall, Baltimore, again, does a great job drafting, evaluating talent and so forth. I thought they did a good job. They also got Travis Jones, which I thought was a great pickup at defensive tackle. Daniel Falale, which you and I both kind of went round and round about this guy as being a prospect in the NFL. And um, we're just not sure because he's so, so big. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as being able to move and keep up with more athletic defensive tackles and ends and so forth. But we'll see. They'll move him inside. I think they've got him listed at offensive tackle, but um, behind Mark Morgan Moses there. Um, but I'm just not sure if he doesn't slide inside eventually. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, so, like, they could, they did draft well. They always draft well. It's Baltimore, right? Um, that's one of the best front offices in the NFL in terms of talent evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you on the Kyle Ham- Hamilton pick. Uh, uh, that's that's huge. That's um, you know they thought they were getting themselves a um, all pro level safety when they signed um, Earl Thomas a couple years. Sorry, the name yeah. just suddenly slipped my brain. Um, and that lasted all of one season. And they've been kind of searching for safety help since then. And then they completely, you know, revamped that position this offseason with Williams and Hamilton. It's also not a position that has a huge um, impact compared to others. So, yes, it was needed, but they they were, this is, they need they need wide receiver running back help. Yeah. Um, well, you, know, you could argue Bob, Kyle Hamilton can line line up almost anywhere. I mean, he's probably going to play four or five different positions for them on yeah. the defense. I I think it's a great thing, but you're right. They needed help at wide receiver. They really didn't look to the draft to do that, nor mm-hmm. in in uh, free agency. They're still sitting on Bateman and Duvernay, uh, which I think is a great great prospect. But after that, it's pretty light. The only, the one thing that I saw in the draft that was a little curious to me, and I wanted to get your take on it, was the tight end situation. They drafted Charlie Kohler and went back and grabbed Isaiah Likely at 139 overall. Two guys in the draft. Charlie Kohler's more of a inline guy that's not going to give you too much receiving, but Isaiah Likely had the highest upside, I think, as a receiving tight end prospect in the draft as far as that goes. And then Mark Andrews is sitting there um, that they've had for for quite a while. So I just thought the reinvestment at tight end for them was interesting because I think they did so well. I think they led the NFL, I think, in 2019 overall in tight end receptions and usage. And it looks like maybe they're trying to get back to that. Well, I mean, it's that is something that, um, you know, Lamar Jackson does well. He uses the center of the field. He gets the ball to his tight ends. Um, and they wanted to make sure they had uh, weapons there. Isaiah likely is a wide receiver more than a tight end. I mean, the guy doesn't block at all. Right. Um, he's like a buck 39 or something like that. Yeah, he's, he's tiny, but he's, but he's, he's huge for a wide receiver and he doesn't run quite like a wide receiver. He's kind of that tweener 
um, guy, but they'll, I think they'll be able to make use of him because he's he's a talented pass catcher, and you know, stick a lot of linebackers on him, they're going to struggle with him, and um, you know, stick defensive backs on him, and and he's going to be able to outmuscle him. So uh, he's a he's a weapon. Um, I just don't know what they're going to get out of him this first year. Yeah, I agree. So, so you're just not happy with their wide receiver situation, basically, I, is what I'm, I'm not. Say. I mean, I like um, Duvernay and Bateman um, as twos. They just don't have a dominant guy, mm-hmm. um, and they could use that. And then after those two, I'm just, I'm There's not. There's really a whole excited. bunch of stuff. Jalen Moore's yeah. got a little bit of upside. James Prush, uh, the second, is their other third option, and yeah. Yeah, it's not just, exciting. It's not an exciting. It's not. it's not a. It's not a group that you would think would be the highest investment opportunity option for Jackson there at, at quarterback. They're seemingly kind of a top ten, fringe top ten team in the NFL. At, at least they were before last season uh, and during the season when they were healthy, and then they dropped off. Um, I think that they're right back there again when healthy, and they've added some key pieces. Why wouldn't you go all in on doing everything you could to help that position group for Lamar Jackson to take advantage? The only thing I can think of is that they know they're a run first team with Jackson and, you know, their scheme. And so they want to do that first and not invest in wide receiver because why invest a lot of um, stuff in wide receiver if you're not going to use them as much? The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Day Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom! you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. True. But then they, they're sitting on Dobbins and Edwards, both injury prone. And then Mike mm-hmm. Davis is sitting there who's not dynamic, but he can he can carry the rock for you. Um, interesting. All right. So if you were to give it a grade, like their offseason, did they move up? Did they move down? Did they you know, just kind of hover in, in, the, well, in the middle? I mean, this was a team that was going to move up just by getting healthy. Uh, because they were one of the most injured teams uh, in the league last year, and especially in terms of like snaps missed. It's not like they had a bunch of guys on IR, but they were, wouldn't have played much anyways. Like they were missing starters. Um, Lamar Jackson even missed a bunch of games down the stretch. So um, getting healthy to me makes it look like they're going to be better. Um, and, you know, they did add to the back end of that defense. I like what they did there. I think their defense is going to be able to carry them like it used to. Uh, overall, I'd, I'd say it's a slight improvement. All right. So let's talk about Buffalo. Um, arguably the most talented roster in the NFL, save maybe the Rams. 
and you can make an argument for Kansas City, even though they lost Hill. Um, talk to me about Buffalo, where you think they kind of fell off last year, and do you expect them to be back in the hunt for the AFC Championship? Oh, I absolutely expect them to be back in the hunt. In fact, they are currently right now the um, favorite as the Super Bowl winner. Um, if you go to you know any of the Vegas sites and, and look at those prop bets, uh, you're going to get the worst odds on Buffalo. Um, they Vegas loves them, and uh, I can see exactly why. They It's weird because everyone's like, oh, well, where did they fall short? They fell short because they just ran out of gas at the end of the game uh, with their defensive backs. It didn't matter which of those two teams got the ball first in overtime. That team was going to win because neither defense had anything left. And it just didn't work work out for for the Bills. Um, worked out great for Kansas City, but uh, this is a this is a really talented team. They've got great players up and down the roster, offense and defense. They added Von Miller to a defense that was already mm-hmm. really good. I mean, that's that's crazy. Um, and you know, to get a guy like um, Kahir Elam in the draft, yeah. Yeah, um, right. I mean, that's. You know, and they also added, um, you know, Shaq Lawson. So uh, they're going to be mm-hmm. able to get after the quarterback a little better. They're 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 just they're deeper. They're they were they yeah. were arguably the best roster last year, and this year they're deeper. Like this is a fantastic um, overall. Yeah, they lost Harrison Phillips there in in the middle, but um, they offset that with Miller and DeQuan Jones there. Um, and then you're right, career uh, Kair Elam. At 23 overall is a great pick for them. I thought one of mm-hmm. the best cover corners in the draft. And then to get James Cook at running back to kind of help settle that position a little bit. Terrell Bernard, uh, the linebacker at 89. I don't know that I necessarily thought he was the best linebacker on the board at that spot. What we'll see in time. And then I thought one of the best value picks in the draft at 148 overall was Khalil Shakir, the wide receiver out of Boise State. He can pretty much do it all as a weapon in open space for you. And that's just another weapon I thought that that was great. They picked up the best punter in the draft at uh, Matt Ariza. Um, Yeah, it's a decent draft. I mean, it's really decent at the top of of the draft for them. Um, I I expect them to be there. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to gauge exactly what Cincinnati is going to do. And we'll get to Cincinnati here um, in just a few. Uh, Not today, but in in a show or two. And... um, it's hard to know what Cincinnati's going to do. Like, are they going to get better? You expect them to get better. So that where does I that do. leave Buffalo in this equation? Because in order to get to the AFC Championship game and get to the Super Bowl, it seems like you might have to go through Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, you've got um, you've got a, a group of elite teams in the AFC. Um, the AFC is going to be much stronger than the NFC this year, but. Um, you know, Buffalo and Cincinnati and Kansas city. Um, and then, you know, pretty much the rest of the, um, the AFC West, uh, mm, other than Kansas right? city, like th- there's just, there's a bunch of really good teams. Um, yeah, and there's go- two, and there's two teams in the NFC, really. I mean, there's two or three. And then in the AFC, it's like six or seven guys. I mean, you could com- literally kind of toss up six teams and say, Mm-hmm. you could make a case for each of those teams to, to get all the way. And um, Buffalo is definitely one of them. I just, it's hard. You know, I'm, I'm a West coast guy. I'm sitting out on the West coast. I'm not following the ins and outs in Buffalo all the time. 
and I just don't have a really good feel as to where they're at as far as where their mindset is. Are they are they were they pissed off last year that they didn't get the job done? They had the roster to do it. They were in position to get it done, and came down to a few seconds, and and they lost their opportunity. Yeah, I mean, one thing they also have going for them. Um, is I mean they play in a division with the Dolphins and the Jets. The Dolphins should be improved, but I don't believe in mm-hmm. them as a playoff team. The Patriots, um, eat you know they ate up on on really bad teams because they had a really easy strength of schedule last year, and then but got beat by you know teams that were above five hundred. But even so, even though they worked in themselves into the playoffs, I'm not sure you could count them as you know a true playoff team as far as like overall talent. Um, it just gives Buffalo an easier uh, path than say Baltimore because the Bengals are uh, sitting there in their division. Um, The Cleveland Browns and their new quarterback are sitting there in their division. Pittsburgh Steelers defense is always tough um, and they may get an upgrade at quarterback just because Roethlisberger has aged so poorly um, that anyone would be an upgrade at this point. So uh, that's, it's a much tougher road for, you know, Baltimore and Cincinnati to try and get that number one overall seed than it is. Yeah. Well, and you expect Cleveland to come up. I mean, they made the huge trade in the off season. We'll see what happens there um, for the quarterback. And I expect them to be right there as well. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just one of those things. And Tennessee wants to get back there. Uh, Denver, of course, now expects to be there with Russell Wilson, Kansas city, of course, Las Vegas <laughs> wants to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs last year. Uh, Los Angeles fully expects to be back um, in the in the race this year and get past Vegas to be one of the three teams out of the AFC West to make the playoffs, which I ex- fully expect. Um, it's really easy to predict the bottom dwellers again. I mean, New York Jets, um, Jacksonville, and then everyone else is fairly competitive. I mean, Pittsburgh is probably going to be down down as well, but everybody in Houston, but everyone else I think has got a shot. Let's see mm-hmm. how, what Tua does with Miami as well. Um, so how do you want to finish out this show? We went through this pretty quick. Um, well, I just, you, you put me on the spot and, and, um, last week, and I'm going to kind of do the same to you here. Um, where do you see those two teams finishing in terms of number of wins? Yeah. So Baltimore last year was eight and nine. Um, and I think they were only there because of the health situation. Um, Lamar Jackson went down. They had really adequate play from Tyler Huntley. In fact, he was kind of a coveted quarterback out there in the in the trade market for a little uh, bit of time. I'm sure they're happy to to have him back just in case. Uh, but they really didn't win games with him. Um, so it's an interesting conundrum. Um, I think fully healthy, plus adding Kyle Hamilton and Linderbaum uh, to solidify that middle. If David Ajabu comes, you know, through mid mid season and gives them any support. Um, on the outside and then Michael Pierce and, and Marcus Williams adding to that roster. I think that they could easily get to 11 or 12 wins. Um, I, it's just, it's, it's tough because you look at their, their division and they're, they're sitting with Cincinnati and Cleveland, you know, and mm-hmm. I fully expect Cincinnati to be at 12 or 13 wins. I, I expect Cleveland to improve. I expect Cleveland if uh, Watson plays all year, and, and that's still a, an if, but if he does, that team could get to, to 11 or 12 wins. Or, you know, they're just going to beat each other up. Baltimore's going to have to figure out a way 
to to win uh, close games this year. And then Buffalo, I I'd say Buffalo is a shoe in at twelve wins, um, really, given their schedule and and so forth in their division. Um, I would say 13 wins is definitely reachable and not out of the question. And they could be one of the first teams to win 14 games in a long time um, mm-hmm. with with the 17 game schedule. Yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty fair. I mean, it comes down to it's not just the quality of the team; it's also you know who's on your schedule, who do you have to play? Because in the NFL, everybody gets tripped up. Like we haven't had a perfect season since you know the 70s. Um, there's and, not going to be too many teams on Buffalo's schedule that are going to scare them, that are going to no. give them pause. I don't know. I can't remember if they're playing Kansas City or not, but that would be one team that they are give them pause and have them have a difficult team to be able to stop and so forth. That's the only thing that's going to slow Buffalo down is if they're really, really good defense, can't stop a high-octane offense. Otherwise, I think they're they're winning almost every game they line up with. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think they're going to, but I I – I'm not going to count Bill Belichick out from being able to steal one because he does. He'll go. He'll He's go a master at making adjustments. Some, some weird way to to steal a game against Buffalo. Like last year, they, they did it with their quarterback throwing three passes um, all game, just three passes, um, and they won it with defense and and all of that stuff. So it was. Um, yeah, I mean it's Belichick, right? This is that's the that's the thing he does. So. Um, I think you can look at their schedule and go, okay, there's a, there's two or three losses there. Buffalo might be the better roster and the better team in those games, but that doesn't mean they're going to play at their peak every game. I mean, it's an up and down season. It's a long season. Uh, mm-hmm. Injuries happen and all of that. So I, I could see them, you know, um, 14 wins, 13 wins, somewhere in there. It, if not the f- top overall seed in the AFC, then, you know, right there close. They're competing for it down the stretch. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm looking at the roster and I'm trying to find holes and I'm not, I'm, they're solid all the way around. They really they are. are. They were, they, they really are. Is um, they, you know, they had to pay, um, Josh Allen and the, the that new paycheck is going to start kicking in, you know, progressively here now in the next couple of seasons, which means they're going to possibly struggle to keep this roster together. They really need to win now while they've got the chance. I agree. I think they've got a couple of year window here and they need to take advantage for sure. Um, that's all I've got. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. That was a quick make, show. Make, make it quick and sweet whatever. <laughs> so follow Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. I'm at Alvstead NFL. You can follow the show at um, PF underscore playbook, or you can find us online on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe and please share. That would be awesome. And uh, next time, next up is uh, we are doing Carolina Cincinnati. Panthers. Oh, and Carolina. I was Chicago Cincinnati Bears. and Cleveland. But yeah. That's the next one after that. Yep. Yeah, Carolina exactly. and Chicago. All right. So until next time, take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. 
listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.